What's up, y'all? Los Enrigo here for today's episode of Brews and Blows. This will be a weekly podcast reviewing the happenings in the sweet science, including reviewing and recapping the weekend's fights. In addition, being from Colorado where craft beers are immensely popular, we will also be drinking some of our favorite brews. So crack a cold one and enjoy today's episode. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Rigo at, at Rigo Decorn, R-I-G-O-D-E-C-O-R-N. And Carlos at Monster 15 What up, y'all? Episode 2, Brews and Blows. We made it to week 2, Rigo. Week 2, man. Super excited to be back. Uh, we had a exciting and happening week. Uh, got lots of support, lots of love from uh, members of our community, from our friends, uh, family members, uh, folks on Instagram, folks on uh, Twitter. So we want to send out uh, our gratitude. We want to say thanks. And um, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, honestly, I, I was, I always knew we had, we'd have support, but the amount of support we got has, has been very um, uh, gratifying and just, I don't know, I'm overwhelmed, honestly. I, I was very happy um, the whole week, just kind of on, on, on a high from from the podcast and from the amount of support we got. So it was really cool. Um, and then for everyone who doesn't know, we do have you know our social media handles. Follow us there. We'll give you more info. Uh, we do have social media for the podcast as well, uh, Brews and Blows at Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we'll get a LinkedIn soon, probably. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, thank you. Really, uh, keep listening. Give us feedback. Let us know what you want to hear. How we can improve this. Uh, we have added the podcast to a, a few other streaming platforms as well we yeah are where on, else are we on uh, yeah we're on google podcast now spotify um breaker pocket casts and radio public yeah so whatever uh source you use uh please look for us check us out recommend to your friends to your family members uh repost retweet uh engage with us like lo said uh, our Twitter is also live. You could look for us at Bruise and Blows. Um, if you don't want to follow our own personal uh, Twitters, that's fine. Uh, that's the Twitter for the podcast, Bruise and Blows. As time goes on, we'll definitely get more active. Uh, we're still retweeting our own personal uh, commentary, uh, personal handles on there. So, but but we're gonna get more active. We're gonna get more engaging and uh, and try to take this podcast to the next level uh, with every episode. Yes, yeah, um, it's it's a work in progress, and uh, I I'm very happy with everything so far. It's cool. Uh, what are you drinking today, Rigo? Uh, I'm drinking a Desert Fog from Marble, uh, and I believe it's a New Mexico brewery. Yeah, it's from yeah. Albuquerque. Uh, Nuevo Mexico. Nice, nice. What about uh, you, Lowe's? So I am drinking a. Uh, it's a. It's called a Roadie from Great Divide. It's a grapefruit rattler. Um, I just got back from softball. Uh, as you know, I like to play softball uh, a lot, and it just sounds like a really good beer after a workout. No? Yeah, it's, like. it's got a bike on there, and um, cycling is also really big here in the state of Colorado. Uh, and uh, Great Divide is one of my favorite breweries, so it's cool that you picked that up. And Lowe's is already halfway done with it, so he yeah. had already cracked it open. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, man, salute. All right, y'all, so on to this week's recap. Yeah, what's going on, man? We had a great, great weekend of boxing, uh, pretty badass card, uh, the Netty versus Figueroa. Uh, battle and with the surprising ending, man, super surprising. I was not expecting it, but let's uh, let's let, yeah, let's talk about it. What, did Your you, thoughts? Did you know that this week's cards were going to be that good? Like I did not. Fight? Sorry, yeah. No, I I did not. I know um, the Danny Roman versus Indu uh, Espin Espinosa, Espinosa, Ricardo yeah. Indu Espinosa. I think Espinosa was a last minute, like he took it within like twenty days. Uh, it's as wild and uh, Indu man what a chin 
What a chin. And I think one of my tweets during that fight was uh, the Daniel Roman had thrown the most insane amount of uppercuts and landed like all the uppercuts on uh, Espinosa and Espinosa, uh, dude, granite chin, granite chin. It was great. Um, yes. So that yeah, let's just get into that fight. It was it was good. Um, I, I saw Danny hit him with this like left to the body followed by an uppercut like it, it, it was great with the same hand you know it was like a left to a body followed by an uppercut with the left um i, I was very surprised or not surprised but very um impressed and you you weren't alone in that uppercut um and that you know the thought of, of his uppercut being that well because i did see a lot of uh, people on Twitter, like, for example, Al, Al Bernstein, who was saying that, yeah, that uppercut was, was doing well. Yeah, shout out good to... Good assessment, good assessment. Shout out to Al Bernstein, who I appreciate his assessment. I think he's a fabulous uh, tweeter. <laughs> <laughs> he's cool. Um, he, he also um, talks to his fans. And, yeah, yeah, and he, he engages. Replies. He yeah, engages with the public a lot. Cool. Um but uh but yeah i was i was pleasantly surprised uh i was at the edge of my seat during that whole fight um unfortunately i had missed the fight before that but i was able to catch that roman versus uh espinosa fight uh and i'm glad i did um like i mentioned in the last episode you know like our lives are so hectic uh, with so many moving pieces going on, Lowe's is buying a house and he's going through that process. And yeah. I have an 18 month old uh, little girl at home, and so my partner and I are always busy and always after her. You know, she's a runner and a <laughs> climber. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad I was able to catch at least the the co- the, co- uh, the co- main events. Um, so uh, a lot of uh, good technique, a lot of uh, brutal. Uh, punches landed um, that that uh, punch landed stat must have been crazy for that fight oh yeah I'll try to pull him up here for the, for that um, it was it yeah it was a good night I was actually at a um, at a friend's house and sneaking um, my phone under the table watching the fights because I didn't want to be rude <laughs> um, so I was just watching as much as I could I, I watched quite a bit of, of of the first two fights and then obviously watched the entire uh, Nettie fight but uh yeah the 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 cards so just to obviously da- danny roman uh danny danny roman won so judges had it 98 92 97 93 and 98 92 all for uh roman yeah it was pretty it was pretty unanimous and it was pretty evident watching the fight who was controlling uh the pace who was controlling the fight who had the most action um and i mean even though he was uh, fully controlling the the fight, uh, Espinosa, man, again, he's <clears throat> he stayed on his feet, had a chin. He was still landed great, great punches. You know, he was throwing uh, um, great hooks mm-hmm. uh, to the body and and, and 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 to the head and some decent jabs, but definitely outmatched by by Roman. What were some of your favorite moments or uh, something that stood out to you, Lopes? Well, I don't think, just to put it out there, I, um, it wasn't an easy fight either. I, I think um, Espinosa actually had, in my, you know, from what I had seen, I think he was probably winning the first few rounds or putting up a really good fight before uh, Roman really stepped in and started kicking ass. <laughs> um but you know this is interesting right here. One thing I'm seeing. Um, so the winner of that fight um, it has become the WC, WBC mandatory for the winner of the Luis Neri uh, Brandon Figueroa fight. But as we know, um, in the WBO, uh, Stephen Fulton is gonna face the winner of the Neri um, Figueroa fight. But I would really like to see Roman get one of those shots here soon. Yeah, yeah. Maybe think- he could be up against Neri next. Let him fight Luis Neri. That I I think Neddy goes back down. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Neddy goes back down. I think Neddy has more more power and uh, it's it's more fitting to his side uh, to his style um, uh, by dropping a few pounds and going back down in in weight, where he was uh, definitely uh, more controlling of that division and and and, and yeah, more solid, more yeah. solid puncher. Yeah. 
I think, yeah. I could see that going down, too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not good right there. Um, the fight before that was uh, uh, Xavier Martinez against uh, Juan Carlos Burgos, which was also good, good 10 rounds, honestly. Yeah. Um, Xavier, uh, it was also a last-minute opponent for, for Martinez, uh, but he fought, fought to the end and dominated, honestly. Yeah, I unfortunately I missed that. I missed that fight. So glad you were able to sneak in a couple of uh, peaks at that while also staying engaged at at, at the party, staying active at the party. <laughs> Tried try to honestly, I'd rather watch boxing. <laughs> so I checked out of the party for a while. Um, yeah, it wasn't my wasn't yeah, but uh, so Xavier's the uh, number two in the super featherweight division. Um, so we might be seeing him in a top fight too soon. Yeah, who's in that? Who's in that division um, that we could see uh, some action coming? So in that one, you're gonna have. Um, I think this one's pretty stacked. Yeah, this division's pretty stacked. We have Oscar Valdez, of so, course, yeah. who just who just scored a brutal, brutal knockout of uh, Miguel Berchelt. Knockout of the year candidate. Yeah, I believe sure. so. I I was. I, I was really upset. I wasn't mad that it happened. I was upset, emotionally distraught that Miguel was punished in that in that manner. Nobody, I don't think nobody should 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 be in that situation. And I think uh, um, Berchelt's uh, team should have should have thrown in the towel before he suffered uh, that last uh, knockdown. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, it's easy to say that, but I mean, what do you say to a warrior? I'm I'm like, sure I'm sure Miguel would have been like hell nah I'm I'm staying in I'm staying in coach <laughs> yes keep me in coach you're fired <laughs> yeah I think so that's so that's a good question man I th- I think you bring up a really good point um, I agree though just yeah. put that out there I think he, it should have been probably stopped yeah yeah, yeah. Alo que venimos the main event of that night Saturday night um, Figueroa versus Luis Neri. Pantera Neri versus uh, uh, the Heartbreaker, Figueroa, from Westlaco, Texas. Yeah, it was, a, it was an upset. Yeah, it was an upset. I think it was an upset. I think uh, I think we've sort of uh, uh, grown accustomed to Neri's uh, experience and, and power in, in, in the lower divisions. And now at... Uh, he made the jump what from one eighteen to one twenty two. Yeah. yeah, so one twenty two we saw we saw a slightly different um uh Nettie, But I think I think he started out hot. I I had him winning um four rounds to two coming into the seventh. Uh what about you, Lowe's? I think yeah, he started off really strong. Uh, as as we saw with some of the scorecards as well. He some of the judges had him up at the beginning couple couple rounds, uh but but Brandon stuck with it, man. He looked good too. Yeah, yeah. I think throughout the fight, he was staying. Um, he was staying in the fight. Uh, he was throwing back punches, but I don't think they were as. Uh, in my in my in my view, and as I was experiencing it, I didn't think they were making that much damage. Uh, I think Nettie was moving around uh, throughout the ring very nicely. Uh, jabbing, sticking, um, throwing that hook to the body, uh, and I, th- I thought he was gonna. Honestly, I thought he was gonna beat uh, Figueroa pretty decisively uh, in a unanimous decision if it went the the twelve rounds. Yeah, and it didn't go the, the yeah. twelve rounds. Yeah, uh, take us he through what happened in that, in that in that in that in that round. Yo, and, I don't know. If you remember? Remember? I texted you. I was like, "What happened?" <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yo, I was I was watching the fight. I put the phone down. I don't remember if I went to go get a drink, grab some food. Something happened. I put the phone down for literally like a second. Come back and he's down. <laughs> and I'm like, "Yo, what happened?" Um, so I had to wait till the replay came on to see to see the punch. But it was a nasty punch. Yeah, yeah. It was a nasty punch to the was solar uh, like the solar, solar plexus, plexus. Uh, or 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 a little bit to the left of it, right under the rib cage on on like probably rib number one and rib number two. Uh, but it it smacked pretty hard. Brandon Brandon threw a perfect uh, hook to the body or uppercut. Actually, it was an uppercut to the body. Landed. Precisely where where it knocked Nettie's wind out, 
uh, Nettie sort of uh, mustered up some energy and some power through through a, a, a right punch. hook, yeah. through a right hook, and then he buckled. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that. Have you? I have. Yeah. When Bernard Hopkins uh, buckled De La Hoya. Oh, that's right. It was a very a very similar situation when it was a delayed response from De La Hoya, and he yeah. just fell, fell to his knees and rolled rolled around. Those are crazy, so, old, crazy to see. It's pretty devastating. It is. Yeah. It is. It's it, it's a. Uh... It's, it's kind of worrisome too a little bit you know like I because when you see that delayed reaction I don't know I get worried I'm like man what like damn something must have really happened yeah yeah I always think about cognitive things cognitive issues right brain body sort of things and I mean I think it's just if you ever had the wind knocked out of you you know you get you know you feel like yeah. you might have a second or two you know to keep yeah. moving but then you just fall you just Boom. fall to the ground or it so before um, that, before I went to to my friend's house, um, I was watching the UFC fights, mm-hmm. and I don't know who it was. I don't I don't watch MMA or UFC too much, uh, but it was actually very similar that night. There was a delayed reaction. This dude um, took a hit to the face, um, and then he was still up. Uh, the camera zooms into his face, and you can see his eyes are out of it. But then he starts falling back and just goes down, almost like a. Like he fainted or something, but also a delayed reaction. Wow, that's pretty wild. But yeah, back to the fight. I uh, it yeah, it was it was funny. Yeah, when you reached back out to me and you're like, "Hey, what the hell happened?" So describing that sort of that that scene again, that punch again. Um, my my partner had asked me, "What is all this sweet science stuff that, that you guys are tweeting or?" Or talking about on the in, in the podcast. So, um, to me, you know, the sweet science and and for this contextually is not only you know your your movement and your ring IQ, but also where your punches uh, end up, where they landed, where they're uh, placed. Yeah. Right, because um, a punch to to the liver, a hook to the liver is going to have different effect than you know an uppercut. And so on. So every every punch uh, has to be well intended, or thrown with bad intentions, because you know you want a, an outcome out of it. You want a reaction. You want your opponent's body to react. So that's where I'm making the connection in, in this fight with the sweet science. Yeah, I um, I agree, uh, and it, it's definitely an art form, right? To to place your punch where you want to place it. Um, and to know where you can get the best outcome or, or do the inflict the most damage to your opponent. Because mm-hmm. um, it's not just about going out there and throwing blows. You know, as we see, some boxers can do that. But the sweet science, I feel like, usually prevails. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of a lot of folks also sort of make uh, the comparison to, to uh, a chess match. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's, it's pretty cool to witness, pretty cool to watch. Uh, um, one thing that I noticed here, just to go off you, because you said you had um, uh, Luis Neri up the whole time. Uh, so did one of the judges. He had him. He had him five rounds to one going into the seventh. Uh, one judge had it even, fifty-seven, fifty-seven, and then uh, one judge had it uh, fifty-eight, fifty-six for uh, Figueroa. So it would have been very interesting to see what mm-hmm. happened going into if it would have gone out twelve rounds. But I feel like, we, as, as you said too. Um, we could see that uh, uh, Nettie was losing steam, so it was probably the, the other half of the fight was probably going to go Brandon's way, in my opinion. Yeah, around around what time did you notice Nettie losing steam? Um, like for sure, for sure, probably like five, like five. But Agreed. A, yeah, but um, yeah, I think he kind of started slowing down a little bit in four, maybe two. Yeah, but five for sure. Yeah, yeah. And and watching his performance, watching his movement, do you think uh, do you think that played a role in, in him gassing out, or do you think it was uh, it was a jump in, in in weight? That's a good that's a good question. I think both, maybe. Um, I mean, having a bigger guy on you um, plays a plays an important role. Uh, when when they're putting their weight on you, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I think that played a role. Yeah, you would think opposite though, right? Because you don't have to, maybe you don't have to cut as much weight, so you, you should you should 
be a little more hydrated, mm-hmm. um, condition, <clears throat> conditioned uh, a little better, but but no. Um, yeah, and we've yeah. known that Nettie has issues uh, making weight, right? At, at, yeah. At 118, 118 I think. Uh, 118, yeah. The, the pre- his previous yep. division, so... Um, it was probably a little bit of that, um, just not being fully adjusted to the weight, not making the proper uh, adjustments and training and, and his, his own regimen to stay in shape. Uh, who knows? Yeah. But um, we were definitely given an exciting seven rounds, uh, pretty good um, textbook uppercut to the solar plexus, resulting in a, in a KO. It's nasty, man. That's nasty. I don't. I wouldn't want to get hit like that. We should practice, <laughs> <laughs> like Ryan Garcia does with uh, with all the other YouTubers. Oh yeah, you know? they come in. Yeah, so you put, can the, punch, yeah, put, put the, the thing body on. shield thing and and, and just go ham Take on the body. Punches. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd be down. Yeah. We should. We should get get some mitts and just go at it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. You know, practice some stuff. That'd be cool. Um, so who do you want to see? The, we were looking. We were talking about this earlier. Um, I mean, I'm like I've said before. I, I'm not a boxing expert. I don't know everything, but from what I'm seeing, the 122 pound weight division is kind of lackluster. <laughs> I think lackluster is is a really good word, right? Because you don't want to offend offend the participants, uh, uh, the other fighters, boxers, right? But uh, it's not but it's bad. Not, no, it's not bad. It's really. You know, let's like in the first episode we talked about. Yeah, we're not experts. We're lifelong fans. We love the sport, passionate. Uh, we stay connected uh, to to the news and to the cheese man. Watch boxing as much as we can, right? But we also want to make uh, the podcast, um, the information accessible mm-hmm. uh, to newcomers, yep. aka casuals. Yeah, definitely. Right? And uh, and really, man, one twenty two is not doesn't look super attractive or super exciting. Um, Better than the class we're gonna get into later. If I'm being in the division, we're gonna get into later. Yeah, because yeah, I think so. I mean, you do at least have like I mean, the fight we saw between Nettie and 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 Figueroa was great, right? So uh, I, I would love to see um, uh, Danny Danny Roman go up there and fight one of them. Um, you got uh, Stephen Fulton who will hopefully fight one of them next, and then uh, Michael Conlon. Michael Conlon, yeah, yeah, Michael Conlon's in there, young buck. Um, I think he was supposed to fight, and then he broke his hand or something last mm. year. Uh, but yeah, another another uh, British Irish uh, fighter, uh, super promising. I, I like I like Michael Conlon. Uh, he's cool, and then Danny Danny Roman. Uh, which should also be exciting if he if he gets a crack either at Luis Neri if Luis, Luis Neri stays at mm-hmm. one twenty two, or if uh, Brandon Figueroa gives him a shot before or after Stephen Fulton. Yeah, I, I uh, would get some. I would really like to see yeah Figueroa against Fulton and then uh, Roman against yeah maybe Neri or someone else uh, Carlos Castro and then winner takes you know winners meet each other. Oh yeah, um, good point. Yeah, because. Uh, Roman, he doesn't have a lot of power either. Uh, but his his technique is is on point. I think he did a really good job showcasing that. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah I think so too. Um, yeah, he's got a he's got a really good arsenal of of, of punches. Um, or maybe just uh, uh, Espinosa's chin was 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 too legit. Uh, but it, yeah, Roman was definitely throwing bombs. Yeah, and honestly, I I want to see <clears throat> Danny Roman wear his uh, wear his hat again at at the end. I thought the hat was pretty badass, you know. Do you remember? His? No, I don't know. I saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's like a Michoacan or or Guerrero Tierra Caliente hat. So oh, it's yeah? pretty typical of, cool. of of the people in that area. Dang, that's tight. No, I didn't see that. You missed it. I did miss it. Yeah, I that did. was the highlight. That might have been the highlight <laughs> of, the, of, the, of the match. I'm just playing. Dope. Just playing. Dope. Hey, Los, we got a really good fight coming up here this weekend on the 22nd. Uh, I think a lot of people have been uh, looking forward to this fight. A lot of excitement uh, in the boxing community around uh, Jose Ramirez versus Josh Taylor. 
Yeah, this is, um, in my opinion, fight of the year potential. Wow. Yeah. Really. I think it's yeah. You it, want this the the circumstance around it, right? Um, uh, fighting for undisputed. That's one. That that's great. But one, you just have two, or also you have two just good boxers and people. Uh, they they both have amazing heart, as we've seen with Jose Ramirez. You know, every time basically, and Josh Taylor's last fight against um, Progre was was also. Uh, very, very good. So I'm a, I'm very excited. I um, think it's potential fight of the year. Hopefully, um, Oscar Valdez and Miguel Barcelto so far, in my opinion, probably have that so far. But yeah, brutal um, fight, like we've mentioned. Yeah. Uh, what what um, <clears throat> what makes it a uh, uh, potential fight of the year for you? Um, what are you looking forward to? Um, so so like I said, the the just the fact that they're fighting for undisputed I think is 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 up there, but their fighting styles um, I think are just made for for entertainment. If I'm being honest, I think if you want to see good action coupled with uh, good technique, this is something you want to watch. This is a fight you would want to watch. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was looking for, that answer, yeah. right? And I think I think you're absolutely right. The styles, their styles are are, are made for each other. Um and I think it's going to be a really exciting fight. Uh <clears throat> excuse me, a really exciting fight. Um Josh Taylor out of Scotland and uh and Jose Ramirez uh from Southern California. Uh I really liked what I've seen from from both. Um like you mentioned uh, Josh Taylor versus uh uh, Regis Progray. Um, I don't know if the decision in that fight was contested at all, or if it was, if it was divided opinion on it. But I mean, just watching highlights recently, and then watching Josh Taylor's eye mm. split open, um, makes me think that that might be an area that Ramirez is going to try to exploit. Oh, because we saw we saw Ramirez kick kick the shit out of Hooker, dude. Did you watch that fight? It was it was wild, it was man. Cool, that was a good ass fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're right. It, that that's a good point. He should exploit that. Um, that eye is probably because uh, once you know, as, you know, once you cut, it's just it becomes easier and easier to cut. Um, so he, he should exploit that. You know what's also cool? You know, Ramirez reps Mexico, um, and it with you know what is it? We're still in May, and the two biggest fights of May are both uh, UK against uh, Mexico. Yeah, it's kind of cool. That is very cool. Um, I don't know if a lot of people have noticed that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, thank you for bringing that up. I just think it's cool. You know, I I've think seen a lot of cool UK fights. I UK think you're fighters. starting a new. Uh, uh, boxing, uh, sort of nation versus nation, gay thing. I mean, Mexico's on top, though. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I think, I think they're like yeah. five and zero in the last couple yeah, of years. Yeah, yeah. So we'll yeah. see how that goes. But that's cool, that rivalry. Yeah, but um, that's cool. But yeah, what else? What else are you excited to see in this fight? What else do you want to see? Yeah, I think like you've mentioned, um, their styles are made for each other. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, exceptional uh, technique, uh, great footwork by both uh, Ramirez and and Josh Taylor. I think both of them um, uh, are are good technicians, good good strategians, and Jose Ramirez likes throwing punches. Josh Taylor likes throwing punches. I, from what I've seen, when I've seen fights of uh, Ramirez and fights from from Taylor, I I feel like Taylor gets hit gets hit more. Yeah. So yeah. so I I, I want to see how that plays out, how those interactions play out. Um, also, from what I've been seeing, or have you have you personally um, been seeing uh, Twitter world or social media favor one or the other? Um, no. Not really. I think it's a pretty close fight. Um, maybe because of where we're located, and you know, I, I follow a lot of um, uh, Mexican Twitter accounts and stuff. So, so maybe there's a little bit of bias there in thinking that uh, Ramirez is gonna come out on top, and he's actually the underdog by a little bit. 
Um, so I'm definitely going to put money on, on Ramirez to win. Um, yeah, just don't forget to do it. Yeah, don't. I might just do it right after this. Um, but yeah, I, I it's pretty evenly even fight on, in my opinion. I think so too. Uh, from what I've seen, it's it's been pretty uh, pretty tight on uh, on preference from the boxing world. Um, also, I think I think there's some biases, right? Some preferences due to to uh, national origin or regional origin. Um, most Mexicans are always going to support other Mexican or Mexican American uh, uh, fighters, especially if they're fighting if they're fighting, um, you know, Europeans or or like Central Americans or or South Americans, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Pretty loyal people, pretty loyal folks. Mm-hmm. Um, I I personally like Jose Ramirez for this fight a little bit more. Um, I think watching watching Josh Taylor. Uh, get hit by uh, Regis um, sort of uh, uh, made me lean towards Jose Ramirez is, is, is going to exploit yeah. how often Taylor gets hit. And I also think he has the better um, trainer in uh, Robert Garcia. Yeah, Robert Garcia, yeah. man. He's, he's dope. He's dope, yeah. Um, so we just got done watching the um, Blood, Sweat, and Tears Top rank production yeah. on YouTube. Uh, go watch it. They're great. They're cool. I like. I've, I've always liked all the behind the scenes productions. You know, the twenty four seven, all access, all that. That's always been fun. But um, one thing that I thought was pretty cool and admirable was uh, Jose Ramirez said he, um, when he left Freddie Roach, he already knew he was going to go to Robert Garcia, mm-hmm. but he wanted Freddie Roach to get that title fight or to win it under. Freddie Roach. Yeah, I, I, <clears throat> now that you bring it out, uh, bring it up. I think that's pretty cool too because it it sort of uh, reaffirms what I just said about loyalty. Yeah, and I I didn't even know we were gonna make the connection. Uh, yeah, uh, right there. But but yeah, and um, sorry, we were watching this. Uh, <laughs> we have fights on the background, just replays and. Uh, we just got a we just got a knockdown there, which was cool. But yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah sorry for the dead air. <laughs> My apologies. Um, uh, you might have heard that in the background, but yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, but you like you like uh, you're a big uh, Robert Garcia uh, fan. As, I am, a except when they you know, his beef with Freddie. Yeah, which was, is another thing, right? We, that we were talking about is that uh, Ramirez was was with. Uh, Freddie Roach, and and he leaves for uh, Robert Garcia, and uh, yeah, they have a little bit of a beef. Yeah, they have beef from the past. Remember, there was a video going around where uh, uh, Robert Garcia's team was having some beef with uh, Fred. Was that the Pacquiao uh, Brandon Rios? I think so. Yeah, I Pacquiao think so. Brandon Rios fight, right? Um, uh, but one thing that wasn't cool. About Brandon Garcia uh, or uh, Robert Garcia's uh, team was that they were making fun of, of um, yeah, they were making fun of Freddie Roach's uh, disability, right? Um, Is it Alzheimer's? Uh, Parkinson's, right? Parkinson's, Parkinson's, yeah, yeah. and yeah, that wasn't cool. And I think Robert Garcia got a lot of a lot of heat from uh, for it. Yeah, Um, I think it's always it's always necessary to call out those injustices and and sort of those. Uh, those things that that happen, um, yeah. you know, leave that leave that stuff out and answer for it in the in the ring. But uh, we're excited for Ramirez versus uh, Taylor. Yep. Uh, I think we're both siding with Ramirez. Yeah. Uh, I think it's gonna go the twelve rounds uh, with a majority decision or a split decision uh, going in favor of uh, of Jose Ramirez. Uh, what do you think? Oh, that's I didn't even think of the outcome. Yeah, I I. I I could see a knockout happening, but I I'm with you. Twelve rounds, um, split decision. Yeah, split decision. Twelve rounds. Yeah, the you al- know what else I'm gonna put money on? Yeah, yeah. What the draw? For real? Yeah, I always put money on the draw. It's Especially a possibility, on those man. Fights, it's a possibility. I'm mad I didn't put money on that JoJo Diaz draw. I can't believe I didn't put money on that, and I always do. Uh, you need to you need to trust yourself more. Yeah. Yeah, I think this has become. This is now going to become sort of a topic 
that comes up uh, in our conversations. You need to trust yourself more. You need to bet on yourself. Yeah, bet on myself, <laughs> betting on others. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I think the alternative for me is going to be a Jose Ramirez uh, knockout in the late rounds. Um, stoppage. Yep. I see a stoppage. Okay. I don't see I, I don't see Josh Taylor going down without them saying no. Oh, like yeah. either his corner stopping him really? or the ref stopping him. Wow. Yeah, we'll see. Even though um uh Ben Davidson is in his corner? Uh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's Ben, ben, ben da- Davidson is in his corner. Ben Davidson, yeah. Ben Davidson was also in, in uh, Billy's BJS's corner. Yeah, yeah. So that's what maybe they would stop it again. I don't know. Maybe uh, he doesn't come out the corner. Who knows? I need a um I want to find out more about Ben, um yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah, he's a young cat. He's like 29, 30 he's years young. old. Yeah, he's young and he's in he was in Tyson Fury's corner. He was in BJ uh, BJS corner. Now he's Josh Taylor. Just seems to be all in everybody, like any UK fighter. But yeah, yeah, these are very small, tight circles. Everybody's in, and they all also seem to be or have some sort of business connection, business management connection with MTK, right? With uh, yeah, with Macklin. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, uh, so one thing. That I had kind of talked about earlier, um, or mentioned, was the division, the 122-pound division being weak. I think the 140-pound division might be weaker than the 122. Um, other than Josh Taylor and, and Jose Ramirez, I mean, you got Regis in there, Victor Postol, which they both beat. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I don't know who else. They fight I, next. I don't know how much longer Victor... Oh, Cepeda's fighting on the undercard, right? Cepeda's fighting on the undercard, and uh, Ramirez uh, decisioned Cepeda, mm. I believe. Yeah, that's right, yeah. But I, I don't know how him. much longer Victor Postol, the Iceman, could continue fighting. I think he's like 38, 38 years old. Yeah. For, and that's for, for yeah for those lower weights. Well, yeah. For, yeah, that's a little bit low, um, higher. Question for you, Lowe's. Yeah. Do you think Regis Progray deserves a rematch against Josh Taylor? I think he would be the only person I would want to see fight the winner. Whether it's Josh Taylor or Jose Ramirez, honestly. I don't know that he could take either. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he could take either. He didn't either. look great against... or I need to, Maybe I need to watch the fight again, but his... His recent fight against uh, Red Cash didn't really look great. I don't know, right? He got that weird KO decision that was oh, that's right, yeah, yeah where, super questionable. Where Red Cash just kind of went down. He didn't even get hit, and he said he got a low blow. Right. Obviously, the replay showed he didn't get anywhere by his nuts. So I don't, I don't understand. You're right. You're right about that. Thank you for bringing it up. That was not an attractive, visually attractive fight at all. No. And it was supposed to be the only good fight on that whole weird card. It was horrible. It was, it was a horrible good, card. Yeah. Was that a thriller? That was a thriller, yeah. <laughs> that was bad. That was bad, yo. Uh, yeah, good good point, man. Because uh, I, I didn't remember. Now I remember it. Yeah, Regis did not look good. No. I don't think he looked great. Um so I don't know what's going on in the 140-pound division. Does someone from 135 come up? Does someone from 145 come down? Man, we just need our boy Virgil Ortiz to come down and just fucking just clean, wipe. Just, just wipe clean it. out. Yeah. Just clean out. Just clean it out. Or or Lopez move up and clean it out. I think, actually, I think he would have a very good chance of cleaning out the 140-pound division as well. Lopez? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, five pounds. Five pounds is a lot in boxing. And he, I, I feel like he... Just, like he's a big 135 pounder. Yeah, he's got good, good size. I yeah. think his body frame would accept. He'd be able to carry 130, uh, 140 pounds. Yeah, but we'll see what Pretty happens. Nicely. Be cool. Um, yeah. So yeah. you're sticking with, you're sticking with Jose Ramirez by potential split decision or if, late stoppage. If I can choose two, yeah, or a draw. <laughs> Right. The draw just because of the the the, um, the payouts. Yeah. The odds are always great on draws, and you never know. You never know, especially in these close fights. So I put a couple bucks on those just just cause. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna put 
money on him just winning, just the money line, you know, just winning which whatever method. Um, but I am predicting either a a split decision or a if it does happen, a stoppage. Yeah, I think I'm gonna concur with you. Uh, I'm gonna echo those exact same predictions. Split decision uh, for Jose Ramirez or some sort of a stoppage or, or KO in favor of Jose Ramirez. Yeah. Also um, towards the end. Um, yeah, uh, lots of luck. Put some money on that. Yeah, let us know what y'all are, what y'all are, what, what your guys' picks are. Um, hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think, who you're picking. Yeah. 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 Cheese man, and also Modelo time. I had already cracked mine open, so I had to do that with the, <laughs> with the verbal skills. But uh, uh, we said we're not beer snobs. We're not. We're not beer snobs. I have a Modelo, uh, La Cerveza, Mas Fina. No, that's Corona. Never mind. Which is interesting because amongst non beer snobs, I feel like Modelo is a beer snob. Beer, uh, or a person who's a beer snob would drink Modelo. Yeah, I think so. I think so a little bit. I think people that are accustomed to drinking craft beer, if they have to drink something a little bit more more traditional, something more accessible, I think they're going for, for Modelo in cans. Yeah. I think so. It's a very hip beer. Uh, yeah, yeah, very much so. You know, they have whole, like, really cool commercials and um, all, kinds of, all kinds of stuff. And it became a meme. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Foods Gone Wild and oh yeah, all that stuff on Instagram. Everything. Actually, time. actually play on a softball team, uh, and our name is Modelo Time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys get down? Yeah. Oh, they 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 drink a lot. Yeah, I, <laughs> they drink a lot. I can't, <laughs> dude. I can't drink and play, man. I don't know how people drink beer and play. Like it gets me all bloated. So I'll drink some whiskey or something. But no, they get down, man. They, that's, that's that's hilarious. Yeah, a case of Modelo every time. Every hey man, cool cool. Uh, Fact, not a fact, but cool thing to bring up. This weekend, I was at my parents for a little carnita asada for my sister's birthday and uh, and like delayed Mother's Day. Um, my dad had a twelve pack of Mexican Modelo. Oh, uh, my uncle, his brother, was rolling back up from Zacatecas to Montana and stopped by <laughs> yesterday morning. He's like, "Hey, here, here's a fucking twelve pack of Mexican Modelo. One, it tastes better." And two, the can is cooler. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. They do have a lot of cool shit over there. Every time my my tias and tios go, they always come back with like a trunk load of just alcohol. Yeah, yeah, man. Always. You know what my favorite uh, design, can design is from from Mexico, Mexican beer? Which one? I don't think they have Indio here in the U.S. I don't think you can you. It's a all? very it's a very Chihuahua beer. It is. It's yeah. a very Chihuahua beer, and I get it when we visit family in Juarez. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the Indio beer in the thirty two or forty ounce. Yep. Yeah, man. Thirty two, right? Is that what yeah, they do over there? Thirty yeah. two. It looked it, it looks really cool. That the the bottle looks really cool. The imagery yeah. of, of the uh, I think it's Moctezuma. Mm. I think it's Moctezuma. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Um, my cousin's wedding reception, we had a all they, India, all India, yeah, forties. Oh, yeah? They just gave a kawama on every table. Oh, nice! And they would just come and refill it. <laughs> yeah. About how many of those kawamas can you drink? Oh, dude, me probably just like one or two, honestly. Ah, come yeah. on, those. you like five or six? Dang. Just playing in yeah. my younger days. In, in my, my younger, younger days, days. <laughs> I definitely could, but now, yeah, probably like two. What's your favorite Mexican say. beer? Is that it? No, I'm a Pacifico guy. Pacifico, man. Straight Pacifico, up? straight, straight up Pacifico. I wish I could find more in the cans. I think they have them here in the U.S. now. Yeah. But mainly, I see uh, you see bottles. Bottles, yeah. Yeah. A Pacifico in a uh, one of those like frozen mugs. Oh, that hits oh, the man. spot, man. Yeah. You know, draft, oh, draft yeah. Oh, yeah. with a little uh, lime, limon a little salt. Yeah. <laughs> that nice. is good. Um, that's probably yeah. That's up there for me. Tecate is good. Corona um, familiar. I agree. Corona I agree with fami- you. Not regular yeah. Corona because that yeah. tastes like. Tell me why. Tastes. Tell me why for you Corona familiar is the go-to. Oh man, it. I don't. It just to me just regular Corona tastes like. Piss. I don't know. I don't like how it tastes. I'm sorry. We Pardon can say goodbye to the Corona sponsorship <laughs> as of now. Modelo, hit us up. 
Llámanos, modelo. No, Corona Family, that's legit, though. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Just that's make right. all your beers like that. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> well, why do you like it? Uh, same thing. I think the, the, the flavor tastes, it tastes different, uh, quality, and it's all because of the brown bottle. I was about to say, somebody has said that before. Yeah, Is yeah. it really it's the... the bottle, yeah. Because when you have clear bottles, it actually affects the quality, uh, uh, of, of, of the beer itself the sun what uh, the light yeah, yeah. light not yeah, just the, the light, sun yeah, yeah. artificial light or natural light the sun it degrades um the quality and the and the flavor and the taste of the beer that's why uh many european beers including and mexican beers like dos equis and indio green bottles mm, right yeah most craft craft bottles are dark brown yeah and even coarse light bud light yeah, because that maintains the integrity of the, why, of the beer. Is that why Corona doesn't? That exist? is why <laughs> Modelo and Bottle and Corona and Bottle suck. Dang. And you should all avoid them. There Buy can. Buy I'll, cans or dark bottles. So we're going to also add educational to our podcast description <laughs> because we're, we're educating you. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and if you have other, if you refute, if you want to refute the information, tweet us. Tweet us. Yeah. Let's At know. Bruise and Blows. Yeah. On Twitter. Blows, yeah. Or personally, whatever. Yeah. I'll talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit so of shit. I'm on, uh, I'm on uh, the second beer, uh, Cano Bliss IPA from uh, Oscar Blues. Oscar Blues, also a uh, Colorado brewery. Uh, Longmont, Longmont, right? Yeah. yeah, Longmont. Have you ever been Lions. there? Lions. Lions of Longmont. Long, have you been there? Uh, I have, yeah. I actually haven't been there, but I've, I've driven by many times and it always looks really cool. Yeah. Is this, uh, have you had this beer before, Lums? I haven't. Yeah. Not this exact one, no. What, what sticks out to you? Uh, right now is this uh, design. People can't see it. And for Maybe one day we'll do a YouTube podcast. That'd be kind of cool, huh? Yeah. But anyways, uh, this design's really cool. It's like green and hazy and trippy. Um, the beer itself is, a, is a, I would say, like a lighter IPA. Yeah, citrus Indian pillow, so mm-hmm. I, like a lighter IPA. Um, I just got done drinking a hazy APA. Um, uh, and this one definitely feels feels lighter, um, just the right amount of hops. <laughs> <laughs> just the right amount of hops. Lowe's is a big hop fan. Wink. Hops. hops. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to get the um, super bad uh, sound bite. Yeah. From hops. Yeah, yeah we, we need that. We need a nice <laughs> soundboard with with all the all the cool yeah. clips. All right, yeah. should we get into Cheesemas? Yeah, man, what's what's going on? What's going on in, in the boxing world? All right, yeah, so Cheesemas, um, news gossip. What's going on in the uh, boxing world right now? Wilder and Tyson Fury arbitration. Yep. Uh, so a mediator, third party, unbiased, declared what, Lowe's? Declared what, Lowe's? Tell <laughs> no, us! Basically, we need, uh, we need Fury, Wilder 3. By September, yeah, and that's that's crazy. That's that's crazy. I'm not I'm not sure if uh, I I don't know how arbitration works. I, I hope either. I never get anywhere where there's arbitration, uh, whether it's divorce or uh, or a hostile work situation. I I don't want to be there. But do they have the power to dictate the time frame? Dude, I I have no idea. Um, they they must. They must, cause they put a date on it, right? So, so okay. As if, let's go back a little bit, right? Just this week, just like what a day or two ago, Fury awesome, Fury came out and said that this fight is one hundred percent. It's gonna done. happen. It's done. Yeah. Even though they haven't signed anything, he's like, "This is done." I talked to a prince in Saudi Arabia. They said they're gonna pay the site fee. It's done. Yeah, yeah. I, it sounds like Fury made it happen, right? He he phoned <laughs> he phoned uh, the homeboys over in Saudi Arabia. The royal family get it done. Eddie Hearn couldn't get it done. Fury had to step in, and you know, I'm surprised. And get it, <laughs> get it done. But well, yeah, so yeah, they, and and now they throw this wrench in there, right? So I, I, I don't know. I don't know what what can happen. I mean, the fight was scheduled for Saudi Arabia August 14th, right? Is that what they said? Um, I so believe so. Could he could can he fight that and then fight Wilder in September? Absolutely not. No. 
I don't believe so. I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, these are big boys. You know, these are the heavyweights. Big boys. Huge. Tyson Fury is an animal. He's like, what, like 6'8 and like 300 pounds? <laughs> Moves, um, moves so so nimble. It would it would probably be easier for uh, for somebody. I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna say. I I think it's difficult to to uh, recuperate and heal your body, and then a month a month and a half later do another fight. I think what's gonna end up happening is is that they're gonna push the um, Anthony Joshua Tyson oh. Fury fight into the winter. Potentially, but they're gonna have to um, keep Eddie Hearn and uh, Anthony Joshua uh, happy. What are they gonna do? I uh, Ruiz, <laughs> a Ruiz Joshua three, maybe. Nah, no, nah. <laughs> yeah, I think they're gonna wait, and I think they're gonna want a payout of some sort. Uh, so we might see a little bit more mediation going. I think uh, Anthony Joshua and Eddie Hearn. Are gonna want a piece of a piece of, of their pie of the pie. So how does this work? Does like can they, can this, third party, mediator can they dictate the boxing, see the boxing world? Can they say hey you have to fight this person? That's the man. That's I mean it's question. a contract I yeah. guess I don't I don't yeah because that's that was that's what was in question right the contract and the time frame for the for the rematch. Um, Right, so yeah. because of COVID and everything, it went too far. And now, hey, there's, yeah, yeah. Even there, even uh, there could have been some murky language, right? Yeah. If we have any any legal friends out there, yes, uh, in the in the Twitter world and the boxing world, uh, let us know. Um, I'm sure I'm sure the mediator had to sort of uh, unpack some murky language, legalese. And the contracts to figure out really what was being said, right, and 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 lay out those stipulations for for this third fight. Yeah, I'm assuming. So yeah, it's it, it's interesting. Yeah. Does does uh, who comes out on top here? Does Wilder come out on top? Like, is this a win-win for him? No, I don't think it's a win-win for him. I. I think we're gonna see a replication of their last fight. I, I, I actually, yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't think Wilder could beat Tyson Fury. No, I, I totally agree. I think he needs to focus on other fights and work his way. He got a new trainer, by the way. He just announced, or he's been videos of this this uh, new trainer as well, um, ex heavyweight uh, boxer. Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen a lot of videos of it, uh, but um, Wilder gets what he wants. He got what he wants. Yeah. You know, he he made a lot of noise about it. He said he deserved it. Um, he must have really read that contract, like, super careful and fully understood it. And he won. He won that part. He won arbitration. Mm -hmm. So now he gets to have uh, the rematch uh, to the second fight. What so happened? So what is... It'll be a trilogy what is, now. How can there not be a rematch at this point then? Would it just be if, if, if Tyson Fury decided to vacate... Is that the only way, basically, there wouldn't be a rematch? I don't know. I'm pretty sure they can negotiate another another fight. What if he doesn't want another fight, I'm saying? Tyson Fury? Yeah. Then the then boxing world's going to call him <laughs> a duck. Oh, real. Like, <laughs> like box, boxing fanatics, man, they just throw the duck word around <laughs> like like crazy. Yeah, they do. Talk. Everybody's a duck. Everybody's ducking this person. This person's ducking this other person. That's funny. Canelo's ducking uh, Boo Boo, Andrade, and Charlo, and comical. Triple G. <laughs> and Canelo's the, the biggest ducker in, in the world. He's pound for pound ducker. Everyone's ducking everybody. No, yo. So on that same, you know, that same line of humor, somebody tweeted this. And I thought it was funny. Uh, it's by uh, PC Jacob. Tyson Fury ducked Anthony Joshua by signing a trilogy contract. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. That is funny. Yeah. But, but yeah, if we have any uh, legal friends who can explain this a little bit better to us, uh, maybe a legal friend who also is a boxing fan, uh, hit us up, please. Would love to know a little bit more. Yeah, tweet uh, us. Tweet us, yeah. At Bruise and Blows. 
Let us know. Oh, bruising blows. Let us know. <laughs> oh, all right. So what else? Uh, Teofimo got pushed back, which was funny because he was talking shit about his fight, about Mayweather not being able to fight the same weekend as Teofimo. And yeah. Teofimo <laughs> got pushed back. That that was hilarious. <laughs> that was a humbling moment for, for Teo. Um you know, I, th- I think Theo continues to ride that 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 cloud nine, uh, that high right. Yeah, he does. Um, after outpointing and and really outclassing uh, Vasily Lomachenko, um, and he's like, "You can't dethrone me from my fight date." But here comes Mayweather <laughs> with the clown ass fight, um, which I'm still gonna watch. I'm not gonna pay for it, but I'm gonna watch it. And he's like. You're going to have to move your fucking fight date, bro. You're, you're fighting another time. I don't know when it is. Who knows when it's going to be. I don't even care. I don't care. Quien eres? No te conozco. Yeah, man. Yeah. Teofimo had to eat crow. Yeah. yeah. What's your what, yeah, What's your take on the fight? Who do you got? You got Teofimo or are you going with uh, Combosos? I got Teofimo, man. I, I, I like... Uh, Lopez is my favorite fighter right now. Yeah, hands down. So we actually, the first time I saw him fight on TV in person was when we went to the Crawford fight, right? We went to go see Crawford. New York Crawford, City. Yeah, New York City, the big app. That was, that was fun. Uh, Crawford Con. Um, and uh, we actually, there, the undercard was actually quite stacked if you look at it. Cause we yeah, had, Shakur Stevenson. Shakur Stevenson was on there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Delfimo was on there. And um, I, I would love, I have, I have a shirt that I picked up at that fight and I would like to get it signed by all of them. Which would be really cool. It would um, be cool. But yeah, yeah, Delfimo is definitely my favorite fighter at the moment. Yeah. Uh, so I have, I mean, I pick him for sure. Um, would you get a Mir Khan signature on the shirt? Yeah, man, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like a half signature. That's <laughs> like he's like like the smallest out. font. Yeah. The smallest font right by the hip. <laughs> I like Mir Khan, man. So do I. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I love, I love Khan. Um, I, I actually s- would would not mind seeing him fight Kel Brook. I know it's way past the prime, but. Do it. Yeah. I like Kel Brook. I've always liked him. I don't we know took why. A photo with we took a photo. Same, yeah, yeah, yeah. We caught Kel Brook uh, outside on media day. Uh, super uh, gracious person. Super humble. Um, very welcoming. Uh, uh, what else did we see? Oh, Jojo Diaz picked up a fight. Jojo Diaz picked up a fight. Yeah, yeah. What uh, do you think about it? I think it's great. I honestly think it's amazing. Uh, Javier Javier For, uh, Fortuna's been left mm-hmm. out a couple times already. Um, Ryan Garcia, you know, as we know, his last fight was supposed to be with Ryan Garcia. His next fight, I should say. Uh, Ryan Garcia pu- pulled out for mental health reasons, which I'm totally okay with. I think that's great. Um, you know, take care of yourself. Um, and I think it's it's a good fight. It's a good test for him. It's a good test for JoJo. JoJo wants to prove that um, he still has it. You know, he lost what well, he lost his belt last time because he didn't make weight. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. To lose your fucking belt because you didn't make weight. Yeah, I think he's getting tired of 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 the criticism, right? Of uh, being sort of like labeled as unprofessional and unprepared. And you know he's got a he's got a good career, good future ahead of him. Um, something he's always been. He's 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 eager. Yeah. He's oh yeah, never yeah. yeah. He's I I'm, I I like watching him fight. I am excited. Yeah, he's for this badass. Fight. I like him. They're fighting at one thirty five though, right? Yeah, one thirty five. So uh, so, so shouldn't have like... a problem with weight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying good point. And yeah, uh, Fortuna. Uh, yeah, Joseph Diaz is moving up from one thirty, which is a junior lightweight. To uh, to one thirty five, so yeah, he should have no problem with, um, with weight. Um, nice, yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited for that. That should should be July 9th on on the zone, hopefully. Yeah, so um, if you have Dazen, Dazen, <laughs> if you have Dazen, tune in, man. It's uh, I think it's gonna be fireworks. That one thirty five is stacked. Yeah, I like yeah one thirty five is stacked. Crazy stacked. Yeah, one forty not as much. Which is crazy, but 135 is stacked. Yeah. 135 is. Do you think that's that might be a permanent home for Jojo Diaz? That's a good question. It could be. It could be. I, I guess we'll see how this fight plays out. But I mean, who else is it? I mean, can he fight? Can he? Can he hang in 135? Lopez. Do you? Could, good question. Could you? Well, how would? Okay, how would you see that fight now? 
And that would probably were to happen within the next six months. I think Lopez takes him. Man. Yep, yep. Lopez is king at, at, at 135, man. I really don't see many people, many others uh, dethroning uh, Teofimo Lopez from, from the 135 um, I don't either. throne. And you got to still think Loma's still there. Like Loma hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah. yeah uh, just, check, just check this out. Check this out. David Haney, Lomachenko, Ryan Garcia, Richard Comey, Francisco oh, yeah. Vargas, who I think Vargas is fighting soon, and I think he's already on his way out, though. He's already a little bit older. Who, Nakatani? Nakatani. He's about to fight Loma. Lomachenko. That's going to be good. Luke Campbell. Uh, Luke Campbell, didn't he... Is he He's on his way out, right? Yeah, yeah. After he got beat by Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia's... I like Ryan Garcia also. I didn't mention him, you know, just because he's... He, he might be still taking a break, so, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, we don't know when he's coming back or if he comes back. Um, I mean, he will come back. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's stacked, man. That's that's six, seven. They're like solid, solid ass... Uh, competitors in in uh yeah in the one thirty five division. Yeah. So then you have Jorge Linares and uh Devin Haney coming up also. Yep. yep. This that summer. should be a good one. That should be a good test for Haney because his I mean obviously you know his Gamboa fight wasn't impressive. Nah. So yeah. we'll see how he does against Linares. Yeah. People like to call Haney the uh email champ. Cause he got his belt by email. <laughs> yeah, I think was that the w, was it a WBC belt? Um, I think so. What was it? Yeah, it was uh, a WBC, WBC belt, and I think Mauricio Suleiman sent him an email. It was like, hey, we're sending you a belt. Congratulations. That's <laughs> comical. That's why. Wire is the fee. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Pay us. Pay us. <laughs> pay us. Pay Fuck us, you. Pay me. <laughs> um. What else? So, I guess, uh, yeah, that is. Oh, um, Nonito Denaire versus uh, Ubali. Ubali, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nonito, man, he's ageless. Ageless. Timeless. That dude's good. Nonito is like 40 years old. You know? There's something in that in that Manila water, man. There's something in that <laughs> Filipino, uh, Filipino water. Dude, his last fight against... Uh, Inoue, right? Yeah, Inoue. That was yeah. a good one. That was badass, man. Bro, that was that, that was oh, badass. Man. The heart you see you saw from Nonito was amazing. That was yeah. that was a good fight. Um Then uh so so we were talking about this. Uh June sixth took over uh Teofimo's date. date. So we have uh Floyd Money Mayweather versus Logan Paul. Yeah. Not Jake Paul, who I don't really know which one's which, but I do know Jake's the one that's actually been fighting, right? He's the one that just fought Ben Askren and knocked him out and whatever. Uh, Logan Paul, I think, lost to the other YouTube dude, KSI or KSI, whatever. KSI, I think, yeah. So if you lost to a YouTube guy, now you're going to fight Money Mayweather. I don't care about the size. There's no competition here. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, Logan could come in 20, 25 pounds over. 40 And it could be all right muscle. You're not beating uh, Mayweather. You're not Even at 40, hurting 44 Mayweather. Years old. Yeah, you're not. Mayweather's gonna uh, box circles around him, man. Um, but um, I think it'd be entertaining to watch. I'm gonna watch it because this uh, undercard actually looks pretty good. So, yeah, who's on? So we got uh, the uh, um, John, Pos- John Pascal uh, Badu Jack. Mm-hmm. Badu Jack. Uh, Jack. Two. The first one was a war. Yeah. Bloody. A bloody, bloody war. Yeah. Um, so that. I don't know. It's probably a little past its prime, maybe. I think so. Right, expired possibly, but I'm still still a cool fight to watch. I'll yeah, watch that. yeah, and it sounds like this card is is full of uh, more entertainment than necessary fights. Yeah, uh, Jared Heard though is fighting against. Uh, Heard is fighting on that card. Yeah, which is cool. Okay, I like Heard, man, and he's kind of you know Swift, right? That's his uh, nickname, right? Yeah, Swift, Jared yeah. Swift Heard. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He looks like Odell Beckham. He does look like OBJ, kind of. Yeah. You're right. Uh, I like her, though. I, I I do, too. I feel like he kind of got forgotten. People After his thinking, loss, huh? Yeah. But yeah. I think I'm excited to watch. He's fighting uh, Luis uh, Arias. Luis Arias. 
Uh, yep. They're Don't not, know what weight yet. Familiar. Don't know what weight. Yeah, I'm not either. But I'm excited to see her back in it. He was actually just uh, spotting with Crawford recently. Which is cool. I don't know what that means. But. Are they both in, in Colorado Springs right now? Or? It's a good question. Uh, I don't know where Crawford is. I, I follow him on uh, IG and, and Twitter, and that's uh, where you can kind of see where he's at. Right, right? If, he's, right. If, if he's in the mountains, you, he'll post about being in the mountains, so you know he's in Colorado. Um, if he's doing wrestling, he's usually somewhere else with his son. His son's mm. a badass wrestler, man. It's crazy. A lot of these boxing, um, like great boxers... Will will not let their kids box, because they understand the danger that comes with boxing. Yeah, yeah, I think um, even as lucrative as it may be, is uh, even with all the fame, they understand that it's if you don't have to do it, don't do it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good point uh, that you bring up. Um, it's definitely uh, uh, a difficult sport to be in right um you're sort of uh putting your life on the line your body and your mind on the line at all times yeah. and i think uh, as they fight for glory and you know and and make a living i don't yeah yeah it makes sense that they don't want their their children to be involved in the sport in that manner to become boxers mm-hmm. um right because of yeah. the of the physical um implications yeah um, another cool fight on that Floyd Mayweather card is uh, Chad Johnson Ocho Cinco Dude, Ocho Cinco uh, we don't know who he's fighting yet but he's on that card that's cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is cool and that I didn't dude. know he was fighting until like maybe two days ago I saw on Twitter uh, where somebody asked him like why are you doing this he's like a million dollars like okay <laughs> <laughs> he's all about that money think that's it for today's episode of Brews and Blows. Rigo, you got anything else for people? Uh, no, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, please continue to uh, share the podcast. Uh, we're super grateful uh, to have listeners out there, so we appreciate that. And we had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun uh, talking boxing with my homie Lowe's here. Uh, follow us at Brews and Blows on Twitter and Instagram. Yep, and then uh, we also have our personal accounts, which you uh, can see on our podcast description or with uh, listen to in the intro. Um, so you can uh, keep up to date with all of our podcast info as well as what's going on in our lives. Um, ask us questions, give us feedback. We love it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you all. Thank you. Have we'll a good see you one. Next time. Peace. Good night. <laughs>